Real name? Of course I did. If you believe in something, you sign your name to it. All right, I'm gonna tell you right now. I ain't crazy. This is the ground you'll die on. Are you sure? Oh my God, are you serious? Son, people can see you. I don't tell you what to do with your money. Don't fucking tell me what to do with mine, okay? I'm not as dumb as you think I am. I will defend myself. <laughs> he means it, sweetheart. Well, that's because you're an idiot. I will fight and win because I am the most intelligent. You sure about that? You sure about that? I got something I want to say. A lot of you motherfuckers I think you know who Kenny Powers is. Well, I'm here today to tell y'all you don't know shit. Oh, I give up. You're gonna get yourself killed, and this time I won't be able to save you. I make you laugh. I'm a clown. I amuse you. I'm here to fucking amuse you. Come on. Don't bullshit me. Go ahead and go. But I'm not gonna stop yelling, because then that'll mean I lost the fight. So, please leave a key under the mat. I love y'all very much. Peace out. Serenity now! Serenity now! What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Okay, a simple wrong would have done just fine, but... Uh... <laughs> this makes no sense. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Wedgehead Pinball Podcast. My name is Alan, one half owner of the Portland Pinball Bar Wedgehead, and we're here doing a second edition episode of a new segment that we're doing. We call on this, I'm going to die on this hill. And we're joined today by Daniel Radin and Ty Ueda from Pop Spinball in Boston. Say hello, gentlemen. Hello. Oh, that was, that was super insane. That was sexy. Yeah, I like that. All right. So we are, we are going to talk today about a game that you both unironically really love. It's all over your social media. You've made yeah, merch yeah. that says, I'd rather be playing Popeye Saves the Earth at Pops Pinball. I think it's wordier and stupid, but I think what's funny is I don't I don't think that sticker says pinball at all. I think it's, it, yeah, it says, it says, I'd rather be playing the 1994 Bally Williams Super Pin TM Popeye Saves the Earth at Pops Pinball. <laughs> Which, there it is. Yeah. Just wordy, wordy beyond necessity is is the brand. But yeah. So for the first episode of this series, we had Zoe Vrabel, who was a longtime Wedgehead patron and friend, and now she moved to Boston, so she sees y'all a lot. And the whole segment started because she unironically loves Gilligan's Island. And Gilligan's Island is famously a pin that not a lot of people like or have a very high tolerance for, let's say. And I wanted to get her on and I wanted her to talk about why it's such a good game. And when in the middle of that discussion, she mentioned you guys and then she goes, oh, well, you got to talk to the Pops guys because they love Popeye and I don't fucking get it. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to cede the floor to both of you or one at a time. And I want you guys to talk about why Popeye's, why you like it, how you deal with the hate. Sell it to us. Why everyone should play Popeye? Why everyone's wrong about Popeye? I'm gonna start by saying I can't wait to listen to the Gilligan's Island one because I I think that game rules too. I also think it would be better if it was its original theme. But that's that's it was originally the brain and it was Dan Langlois' last game and he died while it was while he was designing the playfield and Pemberton bought it and then made a Gilligan's Island, which is 
fucking hilarious. Yeah. But but I it, he was the guy that did heavy metal meltdown. Uh, so if he had a game called The Brain, it was gonna be it was gonna be it was gonna be so sick. All right, but let's dive in on Popeye. Okay, so I think the preface for Popeye is is Arditos as operators is or one of our goals is to take a game that almost nobody has played a fully working copy of and make it play as perfect as it was when it came out or better. Right. That is our goal. Right. And that applies to Popeye and many of the games we route. In terms of Popeye, I bought it from a, a guy in Long Island, pulled it out of his basement. He got it as like a wedding gift from his wife 10 years prior. So what? Yeah. So it was like, Home use only, maybe. <laughs> Who gives Popeye as a wedding gift? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! What you know? What they're still married? Wow! So, wow! Good for them! Wow! And I remember, I remember as I was hefting. This game is so fucking heavy. I mean, crazy shit, so heavy, dude. Super pins are fucking heavy. And as I was uh, about to start dismantling, and I was, you know, hemming and hawing over the price with the guy. And as I, as we were talking, I heard. From downstairs, bong, it had reset in the middle of, uh, you know, a ball. Nice. He goes, oh, I think that's the game telling you that uh, you should pay full price. That is ridiculous. And I go, actually, I think that's the game telling you I should pay full price. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Yep, price going down. So, I mean, oh, boy. I mean, I guess the, the first thing we got to disassemble is, like, what? where does the hate for this game come from? Because I feel like... Oh, I'm going to let you guys know. I have a list of bad reviews that I'm going to read to you and have you react to. But I want you to first give me your best pitch on when people come into Pops, which again, I mean, you named your your pinball spot after Popeye, I assume, right? No, no, no. no. Well, that's the rumor I've been saying. I've been telling everyone that. I like that rumor, but it it is unfortunately inaccurate. No, we just had like a million bad names. And then I think one night Daniel just texted me and he was like, Pops. I just got really high. I told you not to smoke. Yeah, okay, I wasn't going to say that. But... <laughs> I don't care. I mean, weed is legal here. What in the hell is going on here? Yeah, I got really high, and I just go like pops, <laughs> and then I and then I basically fell asleep. <laughs> and then Ty was like, "Holy shit, that's it." <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, there's a bunch of different. I feel like this story can say everything. It's the good pitch in and of itself. Is that when we first opened, it was one of the games that we had. And I would say nine times out of ten, if a casual person would walk into Pops, mm-hmm. and they, let's say they had, they're they not a pinball person, they would walk in, they would look at the lineup, and there was like, we had like AFM, Haunted House, like uh, Stars. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Attack from Mars. Yeah. And, and we, there were a couple like- Sh- pretty, The Shadow, and like a, shadow. a lot of like A-list titles. People would look around the room, and they would go, oh, Popeye, and immediately walk to it. No shit. Really? This is like norm like Tom Dick and Harry, anyone who walks in, yeah. they would say, Popeye, and just and just go over and play it. I d I don't know I don't know the you know, I don't know exactly the reasoning behind that, but there is there's a visual appeal to the game that, that draws you in immediately. I think they're probably fondly remembering the Robin Williams Altman, which is fantastic. I watched that recent <laughs> I watched that recently and it's like that's a chore. But. You said you said it was haunting. Oh, it was like <laughs> it is. It's, it's an hour and forty five minutes of not being able to understand any <laughs> any spoken word. Uh, he must have been the weirdest director ever chosen to do a movie like that. Like and uh, and Harry Nilsson wait, did dude, all the music. Who directed it? It's Robert Altman. Oh, really? What? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, 
I love that. And, and, and Harry Nilsson did the uh, all the music. That's in the... so funny. I mean, it has some great songs. Yeah, Carly Rae Jepsen sampled one of those songs, and that's yeah. I love it because so... it feels like being on psychedelics when I watch it. It feels everything's off. Oh man, everything yeah. in it is off. I, I don't want to dive too far into that movie because I could. <laughs> I went on. I got. I also got pretty stoned and went down like a Wikipedia rabbit hole of like researching that movie, but. Okay, so what, but, what's but your the, pitch for Popeye? Like, that's my anecdote is that, like, the people have spoken. People walk in, they yeah. see it, and they go, Popeye. They so, vote so in their quarters, my, man. Coin box is full. Of, it's good. <laughs> my, my pitch, yeah, as long as it's working. My pitch is that I am not operating games. If a player who listens to every pinball podcast and spends a lot of time on Pinside wants to play our games, awesome. But that isn't really who I'm putting games out for. I'm putting games out for people who do walk in and they're like, their first response, and I think you've said this, which we get all the time, is they're still making pinball machines. Yes. Uh, that, you know, and like, I, I love when people say that because like, that means they didn't know and now they do. Like, that's great. And, and it's partly because they walked into our spot. So like, I... You know, full disclosure, I bought Popeye because I was like, I like an underdog, not going to lie. If someone's shitting on a game, I want to be like, is there any merit to that? Or are they just saying it because that's like, you know, the the party line for since 1994? You're an intrepid adventurer. You're like, I got to see for myself. I'm going to go buy this game. I'm going to I'm going to work on it, make it work complete. I'm going to shop it all out and I'm going to put it on location just to find out if it's as bad as everyone says it is. <laughs> Daniel also went as far as like there, there are a couple like mechanical nightmares of that game. And yeah, the finger slicer, the, the finger slicer is OK. You can get around that. But the lock mech itself is like. Is inherently flawed. inherently flawed. Yeah, and Daniel went the center lock like mech, right? Re redesigning yeah. the the lock trough <laughs> to make it more consistent. And I remember you reaching out to like Mantis or something, being like, "I have an idea on how to make this work." And they were, they were like, cool. like, no, like "No one is gonna buy this." <laughs> but you were like, "One of the flaws of this game is like a mechanical thing that if the game was more beloved, there would be oh totally there would be a million there'd be like buying, all kinds you know, of mods but, for it and shit." Yeah. I, I remember I posted in the Popeye Club group on Pinside, and I was like, hey, everyone, like, look at this thing I did. Like, this is really exciting because, like, the lock is more consistent when you hit a ball in there, it actually locks. And, like, it was just one person being like, cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, even in the Popeye Club, they didn't give a shit. So, so that's what I'm, we're up against here. But, I mean, I, I think there's just, like, a mystique, obviously. Uh, I like that it's an underdog. I like that there's, like, a freaking essay that Python... Angelo, one of the designers, wrote about the lore of the game. Like, what is this? When's the last time there was like a, a short story written about yeah. a pinball machine? So I, I like that. I like that the there's a wizard mode, and it's extremely hard to get to. Oh, like we we've never seen anybody. Get there's like I think one YouTube video of someone getting there, and it's actually kind of sick. Like it's yeah. kind of a cool uh, animation. You know, there's it's like uncharted territory. Well, I think a lot uh, of I think a lot of it with Popeye is like it's it's not intuitive how to get there as much as the other say '90s pins. I'm like what exactly you're supposed to do to get to the wizard mode who fucking cares <laughs> like that's like that's like that's you know it, because the the only people that are going to get to the wizard mode are the people who are fucking seeking it out you know and right. it, it's it I, it's there's no re if every game beats you over the head on exactly what it's supposed to do. Well, well, I think current <laughs> there are there are current manufacturers who try to do that. It's always a, a critique, but like then Jersey Jack like puts like four screens on their one screen of like everything you're supposed to do, <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck am I? What the fuck? Yeah, more confusing. Right. Totally. So like it's a balance, and I think you can just shoot around on Popeye, and I don't know. I view it. This is I might be getting too crazy with this, but 
I like going to contemporary art museums because you walk in and you're like, I have no idea what I'm going to see. And I'm going to see some <laughs> stuff that scares me. So I'm it's like see a, some stuff. Yeah, it's like funny. a sideshow. It, it's an oddity yeah, like, that you just have to experience. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's the same reason people I don't know travel to the pinball hall of fame to play pinball circus. Like, oh yeah, another Python game. Right. It's like yeah. it is. Which I had the GC of there probably still no even way. as no, no way. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I remember is. I went there the last time and I was like. You know what? I'm gonna GC this bitch. Like I'm just gonna play this. <laughs> That's so. I'm just gonna GC it. I had some friends that that went there about a year after it, and they saw my initials. I put up WPG for Wedgenal P Gator, which is sort of our mascot, as my initials. Love it. And they were like, "Oh, it's still here." Like Wedgehead sighting, and I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot I even did that because that was like a year ago at that point." I will also say that Popeye has a lot of outstanding visual assets. Like what when you when you walk up and look at the game. And I think that's that's another like thing to its merit is that it and I guess a lot of Python games did this and I, I'm not a huge Python head personally but I mean he did some pretty interesting stuff just visually you know it's like the game looks like a boat like that's yeah. cool you know yeah, like, it, like yeah. you know and whether does the boat make it a great game I don't think so no. but it's it's cool yeah right? you know good good for him Maybe and it draws uh, those people in like you're saying like when you guys put yeah. it in and every every tom dick and harry was drawn to it that maybe that's part of it and and back when I, these games were designed these were meant to be put on location and to earn money mm-hmm. so python as an artist was thinking visually about everything he ever yeah. did yeah also to as a callback to one of your episodes um i was thinking i was like is this does it does it have the best video mode in pinball What's that supposed to mean? Because the ball is actually moving around. So there's What's like the a ma- there's like a maze at the top that you're trying to get through. Well, you're it's not to... really a video mode, is it? Well, there's a um, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I that's an, I, I was going to bring it up and see what you thought, Alan, cuz you wait, you st- have you played a working Popeye? I haven't played one in in a while. There's only one in the whole Portland area out at Next Level out in Hillsboro. Okay. It's hard for me to like Next Level's great. It's hard for me to get out there because they're the hours that they're open are my work week, you know, so sure. it's yeah, far away from me. It's about an hour drive from my house. I hope that they would open up more cuz they have an awesome collection. Well, so yeah, so Popeye has an upper playfield and when you go up to the upper playfield there's like a mode where you're like trying to get through a maze and there's three there's like a ramp that has three possible exits and the the way you navigate through the maze is by shooting each individual section of that ramp and it will navigate that, that's it's, finding sweet Pea, right yeah yeah, yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah. and it's like the whole goal is to like you know find the the miniature popeye baby that for some reason <laughs> exists and that's and, 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 and lost in a maze you know for for god knows what reason and yeah i mean but I, I guess that's kind of like I always think of that as like similar to like um like the safe cracker maze game at top up top, but it's actually a pinball. Right, exactly. It's, it's like a physical oh, yeah. game right. that interacts with a dotmation style right. trail game, really. Yeah. So and I I think that's kick ass. It is. It's I mean it's it's I, I remember, mean it's nearly remember, impossible to complete and you get very few points. I remember when, when we when we talked to Bowen about doing a tutorial oh, yeah. on this. And we were just like, Bo, and if we're going to do a tutorial for Popeye, like, we want to see Sweet Pea. He's like, yeah. oh, I'll find Sweet Pea. Yeah, he's like, like it's awesome. we're like, we want to see the wizard mode. He's like, oh, I'll get you the wizard mode. <laughs> <laughs> you want Popeye so, uh, wizard let's, mode? Let's, I got you. I think I, I want to start hearing how why people hate this game because I, I think oh, we'll be yeah. able to I think we'll be able I, to knock those down I, way I, easier than we'll be able to build it up. I have so. one more one more thing that I just want to sell. So I think the reason Zoe Oh is, right. Why, why Zoe yeah. doesn't like playing it. Wait, I, I'm curious what you're gonna say. But so when when Zoe plays 
is it, it's right now at the sil the silhouette lounge um just so i can torture new players with it but uh <laughs> uh when she plays it she's like only going for the multi-ball and the lock shot is notoriously hard it's like right in the center in the middle of the play field right uh, under blue when head. i play it yeah when i play it i'm like i want to shoot around the whole play field i want to see like the ball do all the fun stuff and like get item multi-ball which is almost impossible to complete so i'm just like I want to see everything this game has to do. So we focus on getting efficient points, right? And you're like, yeah, I'm exactly. going to play yeah. the game and, and how I think it was intended to be played, not just exploiting it for the best points, right? Right. Like the right. 3x jackpot in multiball is the way to get a high score. Right. That, that is. Right. But I think I think Henderson came in and just like got multiball immediately and then just shot the jackpot. Over and over and over and over yeah. and over and over and over again. And then I think like walked away. Yeah. Like, and yeah, like if you want to be boring, like sure, <laughs> that game's going to suck, you know? Not to say Zoe is boring. No, 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 exactly. No, it's but on record. It's a different She's way boring. of playing. Yeah, we, we heard <laughs> no, you say That's it. absolutely not true. Well, well, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like if you want to play the game the boring way. Sure. That's, that's a better she, way to say She says the same thing about Gilligan. It, there are similar things, qualms about the code on Gilligan that in the same way that she is just as passionately being like, no, they're wrong. I mean, you could play it the boring way if you want, which I think is funny right. to find out that right. she plays Popeye the boring way and <laughs> yeah, refuses well. to play the fun way, right? Yeah. But anyway. Right, let's get into it. Let's get into yeah, the negative ready. reviews. Here. Negative ready to reviews. All right. I'm so okay. currently... Popeye ranks number 247th in the Pinside Top Solid State Pinball Machines of All Time list out of 286 games that have received enough ratings to be eligible. What's number one? Godzilla. It's probably, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah. <sighs> Come on. <laughs> so, all right. So, Arnie, <laughs> Popeye is way better than Godzilla, right? What the hell is wrong with you all? Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm is not that what you're saying? Say that, but I, I'm, I'm going to say that your number rating of it being way down there already irrelevant. So, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that it is slightly higher than Zoe's Die on this Hill game Gilligan, which ranked 262. Uh, so, it's 247 okay. and Gilligan is 262. But here's, here's some reviews I found on the internet. Okay, so Antoshka says, could have been much better, pretty average. I like the wizard mode, the animal hurry up, and I like the item multiball. I also like searching for sweet pea. What I do not like is the art and the fact that many of the shots on the upper playfield are obstructed by the boat, which I think is a cool toy, but it still could have been better. The fact that the multiball can become really unbalanced sucks. Every time you light another jackpot increases by 30 million. Not as bad as some people think, but not one of their better games. Gilligan is 10 times worse, even though they are rated almost <laughs> as bad. That's why I included that one, because that's sort of like a middle-of-the-road review, right? But yeah. because it included Gilligan, I wanted this on here because I wanted Zoe to hear that. So, <laughs> so Zoe, if you're listening, hi. Antoshka, that, Antoshka said that. That wasn't me. Am I mean, in response, that sounds like a great review. And, you yeah. know, it, I would also see that review and say... I can't wait to make that game play tough and play 100% and have people enjoy it. Like, that's a positive review. Yeah, I mean, right like, I, I I, I agree with a lot of those things. Like, there are definitely unbalanced scoring as, like, many Bally Williams games from the era because, like, they didn't care. You know what I mean? Like, that's, I was talking about that with Bowen. I was like, oh, this is back in the day when, like, they weren't coding for pinball tournaments. Like, right. are you kidding me? That's like, true. no, they didn't give it. There's more truth to that in some games than others, but definitely. You know, and an upper playfield always obscures the upper part. Sure, Popeye's a different level of that, though. 
Like I think Well, but there there is a crazy like weird window. There's like that, a Lexon that, window. There's like a Lexon window that like Sure. I, my only argument about that is just like it's like what everyone's the same fucking height. Like, you know, what, what <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. that's a I am five four. We're gonna yeah, get yeah. some more okay. of this. Let me right. let me keep right. going. All right. So Pun Baller says this is a really ugly game, and I can't see any reason why any adult would own Popeye. Even if you try, you can't be interested about the theme. So the game pushes you away from the very beginning. That added to the fact that the gameplay isn't good, the wide body format makes it even worse, upper play field blocks your vision, and audio is alike a lot of other game. I recommend to play by something else if it's possible. In fact, I'm going to toss my cookies when I think about how much effort somebody put into creating this monster. Puke, puke, puke. Wow. That person loves it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, uh, I'll say that I, I really don't understand everyone's... Okay. But the art. The art. I The back glass is a little disturbed. Popeye's like weird like... But again, uh, I like and, being disturbed. Yeah. That's, that's, that's just yeah. my thing. I, guess. I mean, I how many games do they use the natural wood grain yeah, as a feature so cool. of the art? So the, the boat's deck, when you look at the play field, the whole thing's supposed to look like a boat, and the boat deck is wood paneled. Yeah. It's literally just, just like raw, wood. it's just the raw plywood underneath the art. Yeah. Just cleared over. It's and it's so they cool. have, they have some lines that are the, the planks of wood yeah. and then they use the physical wood. No, it's awesome. That's yeah, genius. I think that's here's that's the like, thing is Python's art style is very divisive. And some people mm-hmm. really, really like it, and some people really, really don't. I think that Python did the art, but there's also a couple artists credited too that did different things. But what I like about I love the play field, like you said, with the wood in it, and I love the top-down kind of view, the skewed perspective view that that he's kind of famous for doing on his play field uh, mm-hmm. art yeah. packages. I love the cabinet art on it. It looks like you know it's yeah. a big oh, yeah. ship, it's really, like Noah's art awesome. with all these like animals on it which is again is we didn't really touch on but the theme is like it's popeye but he also saves the earth so he's saving these animals so it's a weird mashup theme even though it's a licensed theme but i think the art's good but again you know art art is subjective and truly python man he is very in the pinball community people love or hate python art dude so i love it i think it's interesting another if i can another response to that uh if we're getting into that review in particular, it's like one of the things that he says is like, I can't see any adult owning this game. Yes. And I think that's another another kind of like interesting point where, you know, I think for so long, pinball, you know, really from like the late 90s, I would say even until kind of recently, majority of the pinball has just been like goons on the internet who like have 10 games in their basement. And it's just like, I can't imagine any adult owning this game. I'm just like, I can't imagine any you adult like owning a 300-pound box that they put in their house yeah, unless yeah, they're insane. Yeah, it's like an absurd concept. Which, which I am, you know? Also, but, expand your imagination a little, yeah, buddy, yeah. you know? I mean, Get creative. We, yeah, I, I think Popeye is a perfect game in a, in a, in a wide lineup, you know, because, it, because of all... It's another one of those things where if you read that review and, and frame it as a positive review... <laughs> yeah. it's, it's like wow excellent that's great it's like it's got a bunch of weird things the artwork's a little strange it's it's got some wonky shots yeah, five, stars. five stars now that's not the right sort of attitude for you to have yeah i there are some negative points that i i haven't heard yet that i i want to yeah let's keep going i'm gonna keep going yeah, yeah. so tempest says quote the worst bally williams D machine you can get previous to playing this i thought i could enjoy any modern pinball machine popeye proved me wrong it proves wrong also to the people who worship anything this company did. I would rather play a good Data East or Gottlieb any day. It's a kid's theme pinball, 
and then he puts in parentheses. Not a problem with me. I like Flintstones, for example, but it's also wide body. Not that they take anything good from the extra space. The rules are a complete mess. Saving the animals or whatever has a second play field on the top. That's <laughs> not horrible. He says the good. There's one good shot. The, go- the ball goes by the right in lane and you can shoot for the loop as many times as you can. And the play field looks like a boat. Play f- upper play field is okay. <laughs> That's the good. And then he says the bad theme and rules all over the place. Big blue turd of a ramp on the left that blocks the view. What were they thinking? Big wheel motor on the right that makes a hell of a noise and adds nothing to the game. Uh, Sounds and music going up, going up. Some shots with the view completely obstructed from the upper play field, end quote. Man, it's crazy, too, because it's like the things that we literally said were like a bad part of the game. The choosing to play it the boring way by shooting that right ramp over and over again. It's funny that this this reviewer was like, oh, that's one of the best parts of the game is he can shoot that one shot over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, I, I, that, they're just saying, little... I think they were just saying they like to shoot an orbit, which is like... Well, no, I think they were talking about the... the, the right, oh, the right the, ramp. The right, oh, the sorry, the left ramp. ramp that feeds itself over and over again. Uh, wasn't it? Wasn't the, 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 yeah. Uh, it what? says, one good shot. The ball goes by the right in lane, and you can shoot for the loop as many times as you can. So, yeah, I yeah, guess must... it would be on the left side because it goes to the right in lane. They're probably talking about the ramp, the left. This ramp. this sounds like one of the service requests we get. That, that, like, <laughs> are completely unintelligible. I think they took they definitely took a big swing with Popeye. Like, did did it completely hit? Like, no, of course not. It never does. But I don't know. Does that? And and I think and you've touched on this before. It's kind of like people are like make a play field different, and then someone makes it different. And they're like, no, that's too different. Make it less different. I think you know George. I, mean? I like, think yeah. George Gomez spoke about that in an interview I listened to before when he was talking about NBA fast break. He was like, everyone tells you, man, like, make something different. We need something different. We need something different. I give you NBA fast break and I make it basketball scoring and I give it a weird layout and everyone, that game tanked, you know, and which is funny now because it earns extremely well at Wedgehead, dude. I mean, people love Mm. that game. They just play the shit out of it. But I'm going to keep going on Popeye. That's for a different time. So- Uh Oh, go should ahead. we touch more on some of the? I mean, it, it is also funny that there's so many criticisms about like the. You guys the might rules. be surprised, but there's a lot of these. So I'm gonna. Okay, I'm gonna sorry, try, sorry, sorry. I'm gonna yeah, try yeah. to move uh, yeah. through these a little bit yeah, quicker. Just, yeah, keep but, us. Uh, I mean, feel free to interject, but <laughs> I know you guys are Popeyes fans. You're gonna be surprised <laughs> that there's a lot of these. Okay. 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 Um, I'll I'll shut up here. Okay. So Moff says my one-liner rating is quote I would rather play Bugs Bunny's birthday bash over Popeye any day of the week. This game is so horrible, it doesn't deserve my time typing into these characters on my keyboard. Ugly. Horrible visibility on most anything on the main playfield. This game should never have been allowed to be made. End quote. Wow. Hmm. <laughs> Do you want to I react mean, to that one at all? I mean, that was just a pure haterade review. Just keep... Well, my my quick reaction is, I mean, this just proves the point of like, I'd rather play Bugs Bunny. It's like, well, I'd rather play Bugs Bunny than Godzilla. So like, I mean, to each their own. Right. You know what I mean? Like Bugs Bunny, is it like a really smooth, like cool layout with great, like great rules? No, of course not. But like, it's interesting and weird as hell. And it's very weird. Very weird. Have I ever played one that's like pristine and working perfectly? No, but I would love to. My review is that sounds like my review of the review is it sounds like someone who's <laughs> who's never never thought about like manufacturing and production because I, I think that's a that's also a big thing to talk about on you know sort of criticizing like this game got made and it's just like well they had to fill a production slot you know it's like it was probably yeah it should never have been made it's kind of like a yeah it's like I you know Pat Lawler I remember said like you know by the time we realized we fucked up when we made Twilight Zone it was too late you know right. it's like it was on test and we realized that it was going to tank and 
it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, you know, it's, th- I have to give like some leeway to like just the nature of production. Oh yeah, dude. Um, if you, if you so. go up to the plate, you're going to strike out sometimes, you know, that's just mm-hmm. the nature of the game. All right, let's keep going here. But Zeusian says, this is an absolutely dreadful game full of terrible design choices and a stink lack of flow or fun. Why would anyone think to create a toy that covers nearly all the upper play field is beyond me, but it's a real pain to lose the ball for a few seconds every time you shoot the ball at the middle. The side shots are too narrow and too far down the flippers, leading to caroms that send the ball into the covered part of the play field, which you can't see. The lower play field is just empty. The rules are needlessly obscure. The fun factor, non-existent. I mean, I think fun is what you make it. You know, so, but <laughs> um, Again, you know, I... I I've made a couple layouts of games, but like I, you know, I'm not going to sit here and criticize everything. I mean, also, I don't know, Black Knight 2000. Yeah, that's like that's what I always think about. That I don't prefer playing that game because I feel like a lot of the shots are obscured. Yeah, it's not so I have less fun playing it. But like people freaking love that game. So all the Black Knights, really. I mean, the not the first one as much. Sword of Rage, Le, the upper play field on Sword of Rage, you can't see. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, an upper play field will inherently obscure some of the lower play field. I mean, that's just the way it is. But also, like, there are so many upper playfield games where there isn't anything underneath it, you know? And, sure, and who's to, who's to sure. say that wasn't... Who's to say they didn't try the experiment and people loved the new use of space that was otherwise unused? Yeah, that's true. You know? And I mean, Black Knight, the original, the first upper playfield game, they sold the shit out of those. Right. It was a watershed moment in pinball, so then it became, like, a bunch of copycats and people still occasionally do upper playfields today. So, it, I mean, it's right. just, and then right. there are people that hate all upper play fields. There are people that like some and not others, but, you know, it is what it is. I, I also think that there's a lot of negative comments about it being a wide body, um, which, mm. I th- which I think is People hate wide bodies. That's a different episode in and of itself. We're going to do an episode yeah. on wide bodies in the future. Um, yeah, I just, I just think it's interesting that there's a lot, of, a lot of criticisms of just like, it's a wide body, you know? And I'm just like, well, you know, I, again, they tried something, you know, the, the industry was kind of, you know, in a turn, they tried changing yeah, the packaging, being creative. and then they they tried something else. They made a bunch of pins that were wide body. Some were better than others. You know, whatever. Here's the next review. This guy has reviewed more machines on pin side than anyone else. His name wow. is Caucasian Two Step, and he says, "Oh yeah, Popeye is an unusual game, and it seems to occupy its own pinball surreality. The pros: lots to do, lots to shoot at. Hidden aspects of the game required you really discover and look hard for your shots. The upper play field seems to have quite a bit to do on it." The maze idea takes a bit to get used to, but it actually works. The cons for a wide-body game plays like a narrow-body table. The unusual mechs on the game slow it down and seem to keep the ball out of play as compared to being a Fast and Furious deck. Takeaway, I like the character of Popeye. However, with this theme with saving the world, makes no sense to me. Then again, this is pinball. We are entering the theater of Python, where anything can happen. (laughs) Read the proposed game theme on this game's entry if you want to see how deep he wanted to go on this game. I still not have gotten to know this game and have yet to form a real opinion on it. Other than it just seems strange, does not grab my attention. It's not good. I'll play it again when I can. Update the scores accordingly. And then he and then he comes back later and updates his review. <laughs> he says, after about a dozen plays, I still have no idea how to play this game. Not a good sign at all. <laughs> Honestly, that's a super honest and that review felt really really thoughtful. good reviews like his, yeah, really his things are always thoughtful and thought out I don't always obviously yeah. like everyone likes different stuff so i don't always agree with his reviews but he always puts a lot of effort and thought into his reviews yeah i feel like a lot of have i have not reviewed i think i maybe reviewed like one game on pin side like i don't know if these are from pin side or not but they're from pin side and from ipdb 
there's definitely like a, like an edge lord quality to a lot of yeah. a pin side reviews where it's like yeah like and, and it's well I will say that maybe on the forums you get a lot of that on the actual reviews themselves there's surprisingly few bad reviews because what happens is most of these people are home collectors and nobody right. wants to buy a game for a lot of money and drive out of their way and set up in their house the people that don't like it usually just sell it and move on. Right. People that bought it, the people that end up reviewing a lot of these, you know, they write good reviews. Like by right, and large, right, most right. of them are good. So like seeing this yeah. many yeah. bad reviews is indicative, which is, I mean, it's what makes the segment fun, but. Sure. Right. I can't remember, I haven't uncovered it, but I know Steve Ritchie went on like a big rant about how much he thinks Popeye sucks. Well, you're the expert. It's somewhere, I I can't remember if it was like a, like an expo transcript or something, but. Apparently, he went on this like elongated rant about like how much he hates that game. That's um, so funny. And I have yet to really dig into. I mean, you know, Steve's a pretty opinionated guy, and I, I you know, I don't really. I, I'll take any strong opinion just as much as as any other one. Yeah. I, you know, I just had a curiosity because he's an industry person. He designs yeah. games. I'd I'd love to hear some of his his criticism. Oh man, I would love know. to. Moving all right along. Bumper says not great. Could be so much better with this theme. Look at the Popeye arcade game. Upper playfield looks like a toilet seat. You can't see where to shoot. <laughs> Left blue ramp of spear shots. Bleh. <laughs> There's the bleh is in there spelled out. <laughs> nice. All right. I like the toilet comparison. That's, that's, that's really That's funny. awesome. Uh, give us another one. Give us another All right. One. Spazmat says, I want to like it. Theme, artwork, and wide body should make it attractive, but this game just fails to keep me interested. I hate the layout, especially the fact that the majority of the play field is hidden. Again, this is a common theme for players taller than toddler size. Upper playfield is okay, but not used enough. The left blue ramp is a good idea, but implemented quite bad. Perhaps if they made it in clear plastic, it would have worked better. They could have made better use of the theme as well. I mean, did Bally cancel a Noah's Ark pin and merge it with this? Sure seems like it. <laughs> Sorry for the bad score, but in my opinion, it's the worst of the mid-90s pins. It's funny to me to hear so many people be like, the theme could have been great. And like... I. You know, yeah, I don't know. I've seen like a couple Popeye clips, but I'm just like, it doesn't seem like a theme that's super rich for sticking to the book narratives. It's like, I don't know, the guy like can barely talk and he has it out, like really wants to date this one gal. Well, well some... I also like that the Noah Noah's Ark thing because right, right. <laughs> I like that he's saving the earth and by saving the earth, he's saving no other humans. It's like, yes, that is correct. That is actually how you save the earth. It's like right. all humans right. to drown, question mark. Don't yeah. really know exactly. Probably. What the, don't remember the story exactly, but. Who uh, gets on? Yeah, does it? do we see anyone else get on the boat in that game? Mm, wimpy? <laughs> question mark. Mr. Wimpy? eat all the animals? <laughs> Jesus. I don't know. He's eating a burger? Again, I, I, t- so yeah, to me, that's a feature, not a bug. Mm. T- that I'm confused. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like if I if I walk up to a game I play it once and I like crush it and I'm like yeah this and I like do everything I'm like well that sucked now I'm done you know what I mean right. like I think that's I, I like all we all agree on yeah yeah, yeah. all right so that's, I got okay. two more yeah, left yeah. Sesh Pilot says wow Popeye is truly a disaster I really want to like this game though it can be found for so cheap looks absolutely gorgeous oh so here's someone that likes the art oh mm. has yeah, tons yeah. of cool gimmicks is a very cool theme it's just terrible though. I don't even mind that I can't see half the shots because honestly, more than that, it just plays so slow. And I mean, slow. Why was this game a wide body? I'll never understand. The toy on the left side of the game is terrible. It's next impossible to skillfully versus accidentally get your ball on the top play field. For as much of the bottom 
of the playfield that the top one covers, you would have thought it would have been more central to the actual game. It's definitely family friendly, but that's about it. I never want to believe the hype, good or bad, here on Pinside, but this one has an accurate reputation pass, end quote. Yeah, I mean, this gets back to what we were saying earlier. Like, if I judged Corvette off Action Jackson Corvette played at once, I would have been like, this game sucks. But like, then I, because they just didn't, it was broken. You know, like literally one of the flippers was like a bally shoe flipper somehow. No, it was, it was a golly system. <laughs> oh, three. No, was yeah. It? yeah. Oh, no, no, wow. wait, that was the Indiana Jones. Indie. Anyway. Oh, man, that's crazy. Um, but like, you know, like my Popeye does not play slow. In fact, it plays like extremely fast. It has lightning flippers. It's like, I keep it at a, a steep pitch. It's always cleaned and waxed. So like, yeah. I mean, it sounds like that Popeye they played does suck. Yeah, I that's, yeah, that's absolutely. If anyone ever says like that game plays slow, fix it. Yeah, like it, you, you clearly own the game. Like, yeah. make it fast. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it like it's, you know, it's not. That's a you problem. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's just like your yeah. opinion, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. It's like, well, I put the wrong size wheels on my car, and now it drives like shit. You know. <laughs> like, <I don't> know. <laughs> All right, so I want to get to this last, last review. One. I'm really interested to hear what you guys think about this review in particular. Some guy named Guy Montag four five one says. This is a great example of a terrible pinball machine. This is also a great game to use as an example for those closed-minded people with a DMD bias that tend to say that any DMD is better than any EM or early solid-state game. Not a bad idea for a family-themed pin here, but God is this awful. No shots, huge wasted view, obstructed bottom playfield, pointless launch skill shot, multiball sucks, and no ramps. What the hell? Sometimes the game is unfairly dogged, and sometimes the game just really sucks, as is the case with Popeye Saves the Earth. No ramps, no balls. <laughs> game was off when I played it. So boring. <laughs> Completely dark. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I Yeah, I mean, I don't really know what to make of that review, other than just like... I want to I I let you guys in on this. I wrote that review. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> no ramps. No ramps. Oh, that guy was flippers like... were off. Didn't work. Yeah, flippers. Yeah, buttons it's... fell off. Put in my pocket. Walked away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the only it's hearing so many people talk about obs- like obscured shots. I think is really funny too because you you hit a shot once by accident that's obscured. Like I don't know. You know where it is. You know it's it like depends how you find shots. I guess as a player, like. Yeah, when I like, see people playing Popeye, they're like ducking down really low, yeah. like trying to see the shot. I'm like, yeah, yeah, get physical. And then you figure out where it is. And then I don't know. I think there's like there's much more than like a visual. Your mental image of where a shot is is so much more important than being actually able to physically see it unobstructed. It is interesting. I was wondering because you in that review, it's you're saying. I mean, I agree with the idea that like comparing DMDs or people saying, oh, DMDs are better than EMs oh, yeah, and solid states. I'm like, yeah, I don't I don't know if that was of its time. It- what this was referring to is I feel like there's still a group of people. We always put classics out. I mean, Wedgehead is an EM, right? Like it's based on the Gottlieb single player mm-hmm. Wedgehead machines. But we we always put out EMs and we always put out solid state games. And I love the that's truly where my heart is in pinball these days, to be honest. It's like those are the games that I truly love, like truly, truly love. Uh, and have a deep affinity for, but it's hard to get players to always want to play them or see the value in value in those older games. Um, I always refer to it as that is the pure dope, like that is uncut, unstepped on shit. Like that's the good shit that <laughs> yeah. is like, and it's not that there isn't good games from all eras. 
And I really love the 90s era too. But when I wrote this review, I think it was like 13 or 14 years ago, there was a big thing of like, if it didn't have ramps and multi-balls, if it wasn't at least a DMD era, then the game wasn't good, you know? Oh, interesting. So, yeah. Wait, I got confused. You wrote this review ages ago, seriously? Yeah. Oh, I thought you like created a Pinside account. (laughs) No, no, no. Fake name. Just to fucking troll this. What are you implying? Oh wow! So you were being serious on that? Okay. No, no, no. That was yeah. that was my. Oh wow! Imp- that was my impression okay. of playing it. Yeah, whatever. Thirteen years ago or whatever it is. It keeps track on Pinside. I'm not active on Pinside anymore, but I that was back when I got into the hobby and I I wanted to start playing games because I lived in Portland. I had access to all these games. I was like, I'm gonna play these games. And that was like Pinside wasn't brand new, but it was still at the point where. Robin, yep. the guy that started the site, he was like encouraging people. He's like, hey, if you go play these games, like please review them so that we could build, you know, mm-hmm. a database and ranking so mm-hmm. people can kind of, you know, see how, gotcha. you know, like how to make decisions on whether or not to buy a game or whatever. And so I started writing reviews for games that, you know, I would go out and I'd session a game and play. My thing back then was always like, I won't review a game until I played at least 10 plays on it. I was always like play at least 10 plays on it. And I had to make sure that every feature was working or I wouldn't write a review. But that doesn't mean that I gave every game like, you know, the best light or I was in the right mindset. And right. And some games don't speak to you when you first play them, uh, which is why I really wanted to do this segment, this regular recurring segment, which is like we went out and played Gilligan after we talked or after I was talking to Zoe about how much she likes it. And my co-host, Alex, who's who's out sick, but he he and I went out, we, we sought it out at this pizza spot and we played it and we we had a good fucking time and i hated that <laughs> game too i wrote a bad review that i that i quote in that first episode yeah so i well, think it's fun I mean, because i i re-rated a lot of these games that i think a lot of people are going to bring up and i'm going to have my own personal uh like opinions that, that i'll get to read out which i think will be really funny topic of like uh the you know people who say every dmd is better you know there's a lot of people who like think that way about spike twos a lot and, yeah you know people oh, yeah like wow if it, doesn't have insider connected like i'm not playing it and like you know we have a couple of those players every now and again who come to our locations for either casual tournaments or league nights and you know you'd be surprised how many of those people choose our ems like in, yeah. in tournament play um you know if we have a if we have a tournament where you get to like pick the game or something like that you know i and i think it goes to you know the whole topic of just you know like every game every game is a you know, at least deserves some light if you make it play well. Mm-hmm. Like if it plays well and if everything's, you know, functioning on it and it's set up mean and fast, everyone's going to like it. It seems to me, what is it, uh, Occam's Razor, like it's very unlikely that Barry Ausler and Python Angelo finished the Whitewood, shot it, and they're like, this sucks. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's print oh, it. Let's sure. go for it. For sure, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Drop it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <Okay. laughs> We're going to hate this, dude. Drop it. <laughs> like it, it, was, it wasn't like a joke they were playing on everyone. And it really, it really started out bad. I mean, uh, I don't know if you're going to touch on the history at all, but like coming out at the same time as like, I think Mortal Kombat 2 and they like, Bally like made people buy Popeye if they were going to, the operators had to buy Popeye to get Mortal Kombat 2, so they were all pissed to start with. Damn. Because um, they were forced into buying it, and then so a lot of them just, like, used it for parts, because it does have a lot of good parts, good Bally Williams parts. So, like, the amount of working Popeyes that are still together is, is pretty damn low. Yeah, I was going to say, too, that they sold over 4,000 units of it, which is pretty good for how it's generally considered now. But I guess that makes sense that they're bundling I, it with, like, hey, you want a Mortal Kombat? You got to yeah, buy right. Popeyes. I mean, but they also only made, what, 3,500 
Attack from Mars, I think. Yeah, but that was yeah. a little bit like, later. That was when the decline sure. had already started. Yeah, who knows? Well, I mean, if you see a Popeye, you're going to love it. That's my, that's my review. Just got to go with an open mind. You're going to love this game. It's yeah. Fun. Well, I want to thank you guys both again for joining me again on another episode of the Wedgehead Pinball Podcast set up here to defend Popeye Saves the Earth. <laughs> I'm going to end this with the way I always end these episodes, which is go out, play some pinball in location, and get on the pinball map and look for a Popeye. If a Popeye is near you, go out and play it, okay? <laughs> Give it a chance. You've heard the bad reviews. You've heard Daniel and Ty here defend its honor. So go make up your own mind. Thank you, Daniel. Thank you, Ty, for joining me. Uh, until next Thanks, time, everyone. Thank you. Good luck. Don't suck. Thank <laughs> you.